Welcome to the Trinity Baptist Church podcast with Dr. Robert Creech. For more information about our church and to keep up to date with the latest resources, please visit our website at www.trinitybaptist.org. Enjoy the podcast. Well, I've got good news tonight and bad news, but I'm going to start with the bad news. It may be bad news to you, and maybe you haven't thought about this in a while. Maybe you think about it every single day. There's a text in the book of Hebrews that simply says, it is appointed unto humans once to die, and after that, the judgment. It is a fact of our existence that you and I are mortal beings. The very first lie spoken in the Bible was the one the serpent uttered there in the garden. He tells the man and the woman, you shall not surely die. And that lie persists till now. We in our culture and our world often live with no sense that this life we have is mortal, limited, finite, that it will one day come to an end. And we don't know when that day is. We try to put that out of our mind as much as possible. Well, it would be a morbid kind of thing to live with that all of the time, wouldn't it? But it is a fact of existence that has to inform the way that we live this life here and now. A German philosopher named Martin Heidegger described human beings with this long hyphenated phrase. It was probably one long word in German, which you can do that just by piling words together, I think. But he called us beings unto death. He said, we're not the only creatures on earth that die. But we are the only creatures on earth, as far as we know of, that live knowing we're going to die. We are the ones who have to make sense of this life in light of this fact of reality out in the future that one day the world will go on without you present, without me present. One day that's going to happen. How many of you in this past two years have lost someone to COVID, someone in your family or a friend? We've seen young people and friends, and older people who weren't planning on life ending during this period. Nevertheless, it ended. It is appointed unto humans once to die. And after that, Scripture says, judgment. Up on the table here are four signs of this reality. There's a little bowl here full of ashes. And tonight, if you participate in the Ash Wednesday imposition of ashes, you will be told as these ashes are placed on your forehead in the sign of a cross or on your hand, if you don't wish to have them as a forehead, on your forehead, just extend your hand. But you'll be told, from dust you came, and to dust you will return. The ashes are a symbol a sign of our mortality and receiving them as a way of acknowledging that and saying, yes, this is the only life I've got to live. And the days are fewer today than they were yesterday. I don't know how many lie in the future, but this is the life I have to follow Christ in. This is the life I have to live. It's a symbol of death. There's a cross up here that we too easily uh, we see it so much in church and that we forget what it is. It's a symbol of trauma and suffering and death, isn't it? It's a reminder that 
Our God loved us so much that he sent his son into the world to die in our place because we are going to face death and we need his salvation. Jesus said to Mary and Martha after they had lost their brother Lazarus, uh, he said to, to Martha, do you believe your brother is going to rise in the last day? Do you believe that? And she said, I believe he will rise in the last day. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe that? He meant by that that death wouldn't get the last word for Christians, and that's the good news. The cross is both the symbol of death and the reality that we face that. But it is this promise that death doesn't get the last word. In that moment, we draw our last breath on earth and exhale it. Our next breath is drawn in the presence of God. There, he who lives and believes in me shall never die. Physical death, yes, but eternal life lies just the other side of that. There's a symbol of death up here. And then there is the, the fruit of the vine and the bread that symbolize Christ's broken body and his shed blood. These are signs of death. It's all around us. When we come to worship, we sometimes forget that, but there are so many acknowledgments that we make that death is really a part of our existence. Tonight, as the service where people were gathering, there were whispers passed around as many of you got news of a dear one in the congregation who lost her life today. And I got a text message of someone who may not make it tonight that we need to go see before the day is over. It just surrounds us. That's the bad news. I wish I had better news than that. But the reality is, from dust you came, and to dust you will return. But there's some good news. This was the consequence of our rebellion against God, and God would not let that stand. He sent his son into the world to suffer death on our behalf, so that by faith in him we have the promise of eternal life. We have the promise of eternal life given to us for those that we love who know Christ, we have the promise of eternal life given to us who follow Christ in this world. It is not a morbid thing to think that uh, I have one fewer days left in my life than I had yesterday. It's not morbid. It just tells me every day gets more precious. Every day is more precious. Every day counts more. And there is this call to live each day of our life faithfully following after Jesus Christ. In fact, when Jesus called us to follow him, he said, take up your cross and follow me. Take up the, the sign, the emblem, the instrument of death. Accept your mortality and follow me into eternal life, into the kingdom of God. So we begin this season of Lent. Uh, today, the church has been doing this around the world and in many traditions for literally more than a thousand years. And it is a way of carving out a piece of time and, and letting it be set aside for God's use. And the piece of time is that piece that begins on Ash Wednesday and then 40 days later, plus the six Sundays in between there, 46 days later, the celebration of Easter Sunday. And to start our journey of Lent with Ash Wednesday is a way of saying, I give my life to Christ. I'm a mortal human being. I come to receive the, the sign of the cross, the imposition of ashes to accept that, to take up my cross and follow him. And the period of Lent is a time that the church has traditionally used to focus on what it means to be a disciple. Some people have opted to use that as a fasting thing. In many traditions, someone gives up something for Lent. 
and it's something that's important in their life, and they set it aside for 40 days, not to impress God with how disciplined they are. God's not impressed by any of that. We, we set it aside so that every time we have a craving for it or desire for it or think about it, we're reminded and we give our attention to God instead. That's the purpose of fasting, is the, the, the hunger for whatever it is, is to remind us and cause us to turn to God and give our attention to Him, not to get God's attention with how good we are. People have used that practice. Others have done it on the positive side and said, for, for 40 days, I'm going to take up a practice that I don't usually do and engage it. It might be reading through a, a, a book of spiritual writings, or it might be reading through some portion of the scripture, maybe reading the whole New Testament over the next 40 days. People choose different practices, again, not to impress God, but to give our attention to God during this time as we move toward the story of the cross and the story of the empty tomb. That's where the good news lies. Ash Wednesday starts with the bad news. Easter Sunday, Good Friday and Easter Sunday end with the good news, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We hope you enjoyed your segment of the Trinity Baptist Church podcast with Dr. Robert Creech. Join us next week for another segment. For more information about our church, please visit our website at trinitybaptist.org.